open eyes that we may see to follow the within through scripture and practical applications you are dealing with drug addiction I'm here for you if you're looking to get over abuse I'm here for you if you're looking to get over church hurt I am here for you you can reach me through my email I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or you can reach out to me through my website, www.sharicenjohnsonmore.com. And I will be 
land to hear from you. Yes, we can sit down, we can talk, we can talk about anything you want to talk about. And I want to say thank you for coming in to Daily Devotion. Today we are reading Leviticus 14, 1 through 57. Leviticus 14, 1 through 57. Okay? So, and in this episode, we talk about garments and houses clean. Garments and houses clean. Okay, so let's get into this word for the day. Get your tablets, get your cell phone, get your Bibles, however you may read the word. And come along and let's deep dive into this chapter of Leviticus 14, 1 through 57. 14, 1 through 57. Okay, come on babies now. Let's get busy. Let's deep dive into Leviticus 14, 1 through 57. Leviticus 14, 1 through 57. And it reads, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought unto the priest, and the priest shall go forth out of the camp, and the priest shall look, and behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper, then shall the priest command to take for him, that is to be cleansed, two birds alive, and clean, and cedar wood, and scarlet, and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthly vessel over running water, as for the living bird, he shall take it, and the cedar wood, and the scarlet, and the scarlet, and the hyssop, and shall dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running mortar. And he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times and shall pronounce him clean and shall let the living bird loose into the open field. And he that is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes and shave off all his hair and wash himself in water that he may be clean, and after that he shall come into the camp and shall tarry abroad out of his tent seven days. But it shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all his hair off his head and his beard and his eyebrows, even all his hair he shall shave off. He shall wash his clothes. Also he shall wash his flesh in water, and he shall be clean. And on the eighth day he shall take two he lambs without blemish, 
and one e lamb of the first year without blemish, and three tenth deals of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oil, and one log of oil. And the priest that maketh him clean shall present the man that is to be made clean, and those things before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall take one he lamb and offer him for a trespass offering and the log of oil and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall slay the lamb in the place where he shall kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the holy place for as the sin offering is the priest's so is the trespass offering it is most holy and the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and the priest shall put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed and upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot and the priest shall take some of the log of oil and pour it into the palm of his own left hand. And the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and shall sprinkle of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. And all the rest of the oil that is in his hand shall the priest put upon the tip of the right ear of, the, of him that is to be cleansed and upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot upon the blood of the trespass offering. And the remnant of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall pour upon the head of him that is to be cleansed and the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord. And the priest shall offer the sin offering and make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed from his uncleanliness. And afterward he shall kill the burnt offering. And the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meat offering upon the altar. And the priest shall make an atonement for him and he shall be clean. And if he be poor and cannot get so much, then he shall take one lamb for a trespass offering to be weighed to make an atonement for him, and one tenth deal of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering and a log of oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, such as he is able to get. And one shall be a sin offering and the other a burnt offering. And he shall bring them on the eighth day for his cleansing unto the priest, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And the priest shall take the lamb of the trespass offering and the log of oil. And the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed and upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot.
the priest shall, the priest shall pour of the oil into the palm of his own hand. And the priest shall sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. And the priest shall put of the oil that is in his hand upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, upon, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot, upon the place of the upon the place of the blood of the trespass offering, and the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand, he shall Put upon the head of him that is to be cleansed to make an atonement for him before the Lord, and he shall offer the one, offer the one of the, offer the one of the turtle doves, of or of the young pigeons, such as he can get, even such as he is able to get, the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering with the meat offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed before the Lord. This is the law of him in whom is the plague of leprosy, whose hand is not able to get that which pertaineth to his cleansing. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, When ye be come into the land of Canaan, which I give to you for a possession, and I put the plague of leprosy in a house of the land of your possession. And he that owneth the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, It seemed to me that there is as it were a plague in the house. Then the priest shall command that they empty the house before the priest go into it to see the plague, that all that all that is in the house be not made unclean. And afterward the priest shall go in to see the house, and he shall look on the plague, and behold, if the plague be in the walls of the house with hollow stripes, greenish or reddish, which is which in sight are lower than the wall, then the priest shall go out of the house up to the door of the house, and shut up the house seven days. And the priest shall come again the seventh day, and shall look, and behold, the plague be spread in the walls of the house. Then the priest shall command that they take away the stone in which the plague is, and they shall cast them into an unclean place without the city. And he shall cause the house to be scraped within round about and they shall pour out the dust that they scrape off without the, without the city into an unclean place and they shall take other stones and put them in the place of these those stones and he shall take others mortar and shall plaster the house and if the plague come again and break out in the house after that he have taken away the stones and after he have scraped the house and after it is plastered 
Then the priest shall come and look, and behold, if the plague be spread in the house, it is a fretting leprosy in the house. It is unclean. And he shall break down the house, and the stones of it, and the timber thereof, and all the mortar of the house. And he shall carry them forth out of the city into an, un, uh, into an unclean place. Moreover, he that go into the house all the while that it is shut up shall be unclean until the evening. And he that live in the house shall wash his clothes, and he that eateth in the house shall wash his clothes. And if the priest shall come in and look upon it, and behold, the plague have not spread in the house after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean because the plague is healed. And he shall take to cleanse the house to birds and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And he shall kill the one of, shall kill the one of the birds in an, uh, in an earthen vessel over running water. And he shall take the cedar wood and the hyssop and the scarlet and the living bird and dip them in the blood of the slain bird in the running water and sprinkle the house seven times. And he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird and with the running water and with the living bird and with the cedar wood and with the hyssop and with the scarlet. But he shall let go the living bird out of the city into the open fields and make an atonement for the house. And it shall be clean, this is a law, for all manner of plague, or leprosy, and scale, and for the leprosy of a garment, and of a house, and for a rising, and for a scale, and for a bright spot, to teach when it is unclean, and when it, it is clean, this is the law of leprosy. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Teach us how to be clean. Teach us how to be clean, 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 clothed, bathe ourselves. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us that. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us how to be clean. Teaching us how we should bathe and how we should keep ourselves up. Thank you, Lord, for, for making us for making us be clean in our spirits and our minds and in our souls. You teach us that in this word called the basic instructions before leaving earth. Lord, we thank you for teaching us all the stuff that we should know how to do for ourselves and how we should treat one another, how we should uh, 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 love one another, how we should support one another. Lord, we thank you for all that you teach us. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. into Leviticus 14, 1 through 57. And as we can see that during this time, it is about leprosy. 
and how now during this course is how to clean how to clean the garments clean your garments, your clothing, what you have on, and your house. How to do your house, how to keep keep your house clean, how to keep your garments clean, how to keep your body clean. And in this in in this in, in this it, it it is obvious that God is telling them you got to keep your body clean. You must keep your body clean from these infections. You have to bathe. You have to wash up. You have to wash your clothes you got on. They, I mean, you know, you can wash them, hang them out. Do you know certain way you're supposed to wash them, and certain way you're supposed to wash yourself, and certain way you're supposed to keep your house clean. And all that remind me of stuff my grandma used to tell me. She said, child, don't nobody like no dirty house and don't nobody want no, don't want to smell you. Okay. I'm just, that's, that's something my grandma used to say. Okay. Cause that is a form of cleanliness. In order to keep the germs and the bacteria, and this is bacteria. Remember we talked about it in the last chapter, how it is a bacteria. It is a bacteria, and, and now they call it, they, they call it, um, they call it something else now these days. But leprosy is, well, it's an infection in the body. It's an infection in your body from not being clean. It's an infection. You got, you know, the voles, little spots, little this, little that, whatever's going on in your body, and your body is trying to tell you you're sick. This is a way for you to know you are sick in your body. We get all these kind of bacteria, all these sicknesses and stuff because of uncleanliness. You're not washing, you're not bathing. Okay, you might bathe in some dirty water, you know. And um, you know, you're not washing on a regular basis and you want in and you and you're not you're not eating proper the proper meals, you're not eating proper food, you're eating stuff you're not supposed to be eating, and you wonder why you're getting sick. We went over there for the last couple of chapters. What you're supposed to eat, what you can and cannot eat, uh, what you can and cannot do, what you can't. God is giving them instructions on how to stay alive a long time. Basically, that's what this, this, this Leviticus is about. Like, this is what y'all got to do. The priests, the priests have a role, and the priests have a role in how the people, the congregation live. Ain't no if and buts about that. If you are not eating right, you're not eating properly, you are, you're getting sick. That's why you're getting sick. And you're having all these diseases and things like that. God already knew. God God knew these things before they knew them. So, he, he I would, you know, 
He's trying to share with them. He's trying to tell them, this is what you have to do to live right, to, to live live right with me. You have to cut out all the swine, the food you're not supposed to eat. You're not supposed to accept everything somebody's giving you, sitting down at the table, you glutton, you're eating all this stuff, and you don't know who, where the hand's been at. You don't know what, come on, think about it. That's how we have to act in society now. We don't eat off everybody's table. We don't, we, we, we have to take care of our hygiene. We have to take care of ourselves. And what we put in the body comes out the body. What we put in the body comes out the body. We're going to talk about that later, about the other stuff. About that, the, 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 the body waste. We'll talk about that another time. Okay, I think that's in your next chapter coming up. But now, this is, he's telling you, when you eat these things that you do not need to eat, it can make you sick. It can make your body sick. And when your body's sick, this is what happens. This is, it causes, this is the disease it may cause, it causes leprosy. This is just one of many. When you eat the wrong things, you're eating everything that's, you know, and, you, and you're not taking care of yourself, your hygiene, you're not bathing yourself, you're not uh, washing your house, your house is dirty. You, you, what do you expect? My grandma couldn't stand a dirty house. My grandma was raised, she said, what well, she used to tell me all the time. When I was little, we didn't have no floors in our house. We had dirt floors. And to see somebody, she said when she got to the city and the stuff that, the way she was raised, everything was a culture shock to her. She's from the country. And she said when she was little, they had dirt floors. And she had one dress that she would wash at night, hang it up. And she have a nightgown. She had one dress and one pair of shoes. If she even had that. If her brothers even had that. Majority the time they walk around barefooted. That's what she said. My grandma was born in 1915. So think about that. 1915 through 19, 1925. You think about that. You see children. You think about how people lived back then. Where they didn't have no flows. They didn't have flow. They didn't have wood floors. They had dirt floors. Now think about how they lived way back in, in, in the Lord's time, Moses' time. They didn't have no floors neither. They was on dirt. Or they made garments for the floor. Like you see how the Arabs, the Arabians, the Arabs, the the people middle, middle middle eastern descent or culture live like that where they have they made rugs out of camel's hair you ain't supposed to eat the camel but the camel died I guess you know you can get camel hair coats you know bear skins you've seen all that stuff in that time in their history how they used the stuff that was around them to make it accommodate them to suit them. Persian rugs, bearskin rugs, things like that. 
And you think about, I think about my grandma when she used to tell me about that, that, uh, yeah, we didn't have no clothes back then. I had no clothes. When I went to the city, it was a culture shock for me because I, I had never seen a, a building with one more than one level on it. I ain't never seen places so, the buildings so tall in the city. She said it was a culture shock to her. When she moved from the country to the city. And people just walking around, there's a lot of people and she wasn't used to the hustle bustle at first, but then she realized she had to get with the program. She said, shoot. She said when she, my grandma, my grandma said, she left the country, she vowed she would never go back there to live. Cause she didn't like that life. She didn't like growing up on a farm. Cause that's where my grandma said she grew up at. She grew up on a farm. A farm working a white man's land. Her daddy worked white man's land and he worked himself to death till he died. For that white man to grow crops, they had land. Sharecropper, her father was a sharecropper. And she was like, Really? You know, mama, you know, mama worked too. Everybody worked. Now the babies went out in the field with you. That's what she told me. She said, Baby, go out in the field. They ain't they, they on your back. They on your back all day. And you out here picking cotton. You out here picking peas, picking this, picking that. And then you go home, you gotta do some more work for your own house. On a plantation called it the Jonah Farm. It's still there. That place is still there. And my grandma is still there. It's still there. It's named the Jonah Farm. But it's really nice like houses and farmland and all that other stuff out there. And it's owned by white people. Which I'm, I know, I know our family have white people in it. Anyway, let me digress to what I was talking about. Let me get back to what I was saying. So you think about it, but you don't have any, you don't have no clothes. Your clothes is is one outfit. You might got a burlap bag or some stuff wrapped around you, tied up. You know, it's not stuff. And then you think about it, they had to make their own clothes back then. My grandma said she had to, she, yeah, my mama made her a dress. So I can relate. Grandma, you know, she said I had this little dress and then with that one little dress my mama made me. And that was it. My mama would go to the store, get the fabric, make us make us our clothes. So you think about it. They had to make their own clothes too back there in Moses' day. And we think about how we deal with life as it comes to sickness in the body. Sickness in the body. Sickness that God tells you, these are the things you're not supposed to eat, but you're eating them anyway, and that's what's making you sick. Be careful of what you're eating. It give you high blood pressure, it give you diabetes, it give you this, it give you all the stuff that we eating. We're not supposed to be eating all the stuff. You wonder why we sick all the time. So, and you gotta keep yourself clean. You gotta clean. The man has the goal. This part that got me when I was reading. Man, if he if he wanna be clean, he had to shave all his hair off his body, every last piece of hair off. 
his body. Airwell. Airwell. Now you think about Airwell. I'm going to just leave it at that. And he has to clean himself. And then the way you got to clean your house, your house got to be clean. Now, my, my grandma, it just reminds me, it says, Grandma said, don't nobody want to live in no nasty house because then you got roaches and you got bugs and stuff just crawling around and all this. And you don't keep your house clean, you will have them. So whenever I went as a kid, whenever I went to somebody's house and they had roaches, oh no, I knew they won't clean. Cause my, I won't, I, my grandma ain't play that. My grandma was a domestic and she did not play that. With no filthy, no dishes in the sink, no dirty dishes, no greasy dishes, no food, no She And she took the garbage, just to take that garbage out, Sharice. Pull that garbage out the garbage can. We don't, we don't leave it to any of y'all. Uh-uh. Garbage time, gotta go. Clean up, gotta go clean the bathroom. My grandma was a compulsive cleaner because that's what her job was when she first got to the city. She was a domestic. And she taught me how to clean and be a clean woman. Because if you keep your house clean and you keep your body clean, then people want to be around you. Don't nobody want to smell no funkiness. Because when you sick on the inside, all that stuff come out your pores and you have an odor. You have an odor. When you ain't clean when you, and you, you got sickness in your body, you can smell that too. You sure can. You can smell that. I know, child. Ooh wee. I done smell some people run me out their house. Cause they don't clean. They don't wash their butts. Excuse my French. I had to tell it like it is. They don't clean. They say, and you can smell them. It's like ew. Uh-uh. Bye. See you later. Sorry. No. No third. No third. If what you put in your body makes your body, everything you put, when you put alcohol in your body, you you drink all day. You drink all day. You drink all night. You will smell like pure alcohol. You smell like liquor. And then you wonder why your kidneys is failing, and why you 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 your body going through all these metamorphoses and stuff, and you're smoking cigarettes. I try to. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I I smoke cigarettes, but my thing is I had to cut back a lot. I smoke with three today. Normally it been two packs a day, but God is slowly weaning me off of them things. And sometimes they taste so nasty I throw them away. Ugh. And then you you think about like they say the things that you put in your body, your body will immense it, it, it how you say it, it, it come out your pores. Ew. You ain't taking care of your stomach, your breath gonna stink. You ain't taking care of what's going in, your breath gonna stink. Your teeth gonna rot out. You know, and then you you wonder why you got blood in your urine and things like that. If you do not take care of your body, this is what God is telling us. We gotta take care of the vessels. We gotta keep take care of our bodies, our temples. Our bodies are temples. And what you put in the body comes out the body. It's going to come out one way or the other. You might not like some of the ways it come out, but it come out. 
and you got to go to the priest and you have to turn around and get cleaned again. And oh, don't start with the house. If the house messed up seven days and, and except you got all this stuff to go by seven days of this and seven days of that. And I'm like, seven days? Where are the people going to stay at? They can't stay in the house for seven days. You going to stay out in the woods? You know, that's what I was thinking myself. But then if you go back in the house, the house still got that green stuff or whatever that mold. It's called really mold in the house. Really, it's mold. It, they th- you know, that's a term, Dale. But really, it's like your house is infested with germs. It's infested with germs. Now we see it in the form of mold in your house. There's stuff on the wall and it don't come off and all, and then you can't live there because it's making you sick. That's why what I'm saying always keep your house clean, clean it, clean it. Cause you don't know where that stuff will breed from or, or you know or, or form up from and you don't know and a lot of build up of water and water in a basement or water in an area or just like your toilets like if your toilet overflows and you don't clean the water bottle flow you just might well just walk in the bacteria and walk it all all over your house if you don't clean the water because all that water backed up got feces in it things like that you know, and that stuff breeds germs. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Now I see where that term come from. <laughs> now I do. All right, babies. I just want y'all to, you know, like they say, what goes in the body comes out the body. If you don't know that by now, oh Lord, help us. <laughs> so, like I was saying. God's trying to teach us how to take care of our bodies in this episode, in this chapter. How to take care of our bodies, how to how to take care of what we have on, what we wear, and how we keep our houses clean. Gotta keep your house clean. You know, take that, take that, take that. My grandma used to have this. She didn't my great when I went to the country, my great grandmother did not have a bathroom. And I had to use the bathroom in a bucket. And when you finish using that bucket, you had to go take it back out there by the by the by that uh by that uh what they call that an outhouse in the back. She had an outhouse. I won't use that outhouse. I I go out I go somewhere I use that outhouse because I had a feel of the outhouse. I had a feel of it. I felt I, like I don't want nobody. I don't want to fall in that hole or whoever, whatever. Because ugh, I don't even want to think about it. So, like I said, cleanliness is cleanliness is next to godliness. Now, I see where this term comes from. Okay, babies. All right, be clean. Clean your houses. Clean, clean. You wash your clothes. Don't let the clothes pile up in your house. You know because bugs and stuff attract to nastiness and dirt. Okay, just want to keep that, you know, let y'all know that, you know, I, I got an OCD about cleaning. I clean all the time. Sometimes that's why I miss giving y'all the dear devotion, because I like a clean house, and I mop, clean, sweep, wipe down walls, windows, everything, okay? Curtains, blinds, everything. I got to have it. I don't like no dirty up. No child. Woo! Can't stand no dirt. Anyway, so, just want to thank y'all for coming in. Okay, babies, and um, I hope you enjoyed this program. 
hope you enjoyed this this daily devotional time we have spent together. And um, if you want to talk, I am Sharice at ShariceInJohnsonMoore.com. Or you can leave me a message, you know, at www.ShariceInJohnsonMoore.com. Oh, did I tell you I have books? I am an author. So I'm going to give you this. Hey, Go to www.ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com backslash shop to purchase Coming to Loving Yourself and Coming to Loving Yourself Self-Study Guide to Building Your Self-Worth. Okay, one is a, the first book is Coming to Loving Yourself, which is a inspirational autobiography about my life. The life I used to live before I became saved, before I became reunited with God. I ain't been saved all my life, okay? So, um, I want to inspire you. I want to, I want to motivate you. I want to give you, I want to give you the tools and the knowledge of how I got to where I am today. Cause I had a lot of issues. I ain't even gonna see him latch out. I still got some issues I got to deal with, but not between me and God. But I think I'm much better now. I'm getting there slowly but surely, and I want to help you. I want. I do. I want to help you. I want to. I want to bring you out of the darkness. Bring you out of the darkness that Satan has you in. Satan has you in. I do not want you to stay in the darkness. You, know, you stay in the darkness. That's because God has something for you in the light. But sometimes the darkness is not the right darkness. It's different between God's darkness and Satan's darkness. Totally different, okay? All right? So, go to my website, www.shariceinjohnsonmore.com backslash shop to purchase Coming to Loving Yourself. It's an inspirational autobiography. And the other book is Coming to Loving Yourself, Study Guide to Building Your Self-Work. It is there for you. It is a workbook. It's a workbook that goes with the first book. So you can work on yourself, you know, getting back to what you love and cherish in life, okay? So you can purchase them as a bundle. Yes. And I have some other merchandise on my shop too, like t-shirts. If you like t-shirts, I have those too, okay? And you can all you can buy those in bundles. I have the two books together. I have the two books and the t-shirts together. Um, and or you can order them separate. Okay. I love you and I hope you have a blessed day. Okay. All right. Come back now, you heal. Alright, I love y'all, and I will see you again on the next daily devotional. And we're gonna be talking about Leviticus 15 next. Okay. All right. I See y'all later. Okay, babies? All right. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. Sharice Johnson-Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, Our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, 
We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay. You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people. You can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people, okay? So that's on a daily basis. And I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So, come on in. Come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies. I love you.